And now I am no more in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to thee. Holy Father, keep them in thy name, which thou hast given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. We find ourselves today in the church's calendar between two big feasts. They are Ascension Day, which we celebrated last Thursday, and the Feast of Pentecost, which we will celebrate next Sunday. When we are in this kind of in-between state, where Jesus has bodily ascended into heaven, and has yet to send us his promised Holy Ghost, we can be reminded of the nature and movement of our own spiritual lives. I find this helpful and edifying, so that the very life and activity of our Lord is the very life and activity of the Christian's spiritual life. As Jesus goes, so goes the activity of the Holy Spirit in us. Keep that in mind. Remember that on ascension, the apostles went outside of the city with Jesus, and after he told them to wait in the city until the Holy Spirit was sent on them, he then told them that they should go into all nations and baptize in his name. Then he was taken up out of their sight into heaven, and now the apostles are left waiting for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came upon them at their Feast of Pentecost in a very powerful way. That has yet to happen in their lives, but it will. We just need to wait for Pentecost. So the events of Jesus' life are the same as the movement of something as spiritual as our prayers. The events of Jesus' life can also describe and illustrate the movement of the faithful Christian soul. Ascension, Pentecost, have Jesus going out from the earth to heaven, Ascension, returning again by his Holy Spirit at Pentecost. This is the very movement of our prayers. We pray, our prayers go out from us to heaven and return to us answered. I like the description that the church has of, as one of the angels' jobs. The church says that the angels take our messages to God and bring his messages to us. Can't you picture the angels taking our prayers, whether they be prayers of thanksgiving or penitence or petitioning or requests for others, intercession? There is that movement of our prayers going out from the earth to heaven and returning again, just like Jesus. Dr. Edward Bouverie Pusey an early 19th century Anglican priest and one of the fathers of the early Catholic revival in Anglicanism describes prayer in the same way. 
He says, to pray is to go out from the earth and to live in heaven. Would you like that? To pray is to go out from the earth and to live in heaven. So he continues, learn to commend thy daily acts to God, so shall the dry everyday duties of common life be steps to heaven and lift thy heart thither. Commend thyself to God in moments of leisure, so shall thy rest be rest in God and conduct thee to thine everlasting rest. He thy head is above. Shall the heart be any more below? So this movement is also the same pattern for our souls. Don't our souls go out from earth when we die? I hope they do. When they go out from the earth at our death, they go to heaven. At least that's what our Lord tells us happens to them. He did it today. At least this is what he says, even at the great last day, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and their bodies and their souls are reunited. They have their ultimate end with the Father in heaven. The pattern in these events is the pattern for our spiritual lives now and at the end of our our lives and at the end of time, for that matter. We should not be surprised by this. I find it very reassuring. And as delighted as as I was when I realized it, I should not have been surprised either. When you think about it, the same pattern is in nature all around us. Things grow from the earth. They go to seed. The seeds go back to the earth. And the whole process starts all over again. Our spiritual lives and the natural life are the same. We do not have to wait until we die to see this spiritual pattern operating. We see it now, even week by week, when we come to Mass. What do we do each gathering for communion, but offer to God, as the prayer book says, ourselves, our souls, and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto God? We present every part of our lives there at the altar week by week or holy day by holy day. We get them blessed by God by receiving his grace and then we go back out into the world to be, as the prayer book says, a living sacrifice. Going out to God and returning from God as grace There is the pattern once again, and we live our Christian lives by it day by day, week by week, and year by year. So when we're living our lives day by day, week by week, and year by year, it's very easy to forget that we are to have our minds and our hearts and our souls ultimately in heaven. The concerns of day-to-day living like the welfare of our life, or meeting basic needs, 
or the welfare of our family or the welfare of our marriage. The ultimate argument, the unfortunate argument you may have had with a close friend or a relative, the sudden rises and falls in the stock market, the layoffs, the finding the right job or our new job, anything that has to do with making it in the world, these can all detract from the Christian having his or her heart and mind set on heaven, but they don't have to. We do well to remember that our lives with the Spirit and in the Spirit are more important, more lasting, and they are eternal, more than the worries and the cares of the world. There is a way, in fact, in which those cares and those concerns can be wrapped in prayer by the power of the Holy Spirit and given us the will and the strength to keep going through this world into heaven. We remember that the Holy Spirit is sent to us because we already know Pentecost, that we can have the difficult and the trying worldly times be times when we are driven to prayer, a spiritual exercise. So these difficult times actually become a way to deepen our spiritual life. We actually have the day-to-day -day worries and cares becomes times when our hearts and our minds are placed in heaven and therefore actually strengthen and deepen our lives with the Holy Spirit. Keeping our hearts and minds in heaven and reminding ourselves that that is our ultimate end and purpose may strengthen us too while we are in this in-between state in our lives. And isn't our life here in the world a kind of in-between state? We use our lives here as a preparation for heaven. We are not yet fully knowledgeable of the kingdom because we are not perfectly united with him in heaven. We are in this in-between state too while we're seeing Jesus rise triumphantly and ascending to his Father's throne, and yet we have yet to receive the Holy Ghost. But we will receive it at Pentecost. Just wait a week. So, keep your eyes and your ears and your hearts and your minds and your souls all the while we're here in heaven. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.